Hey guys, welcome back to Thick and Thin with me, Katie Bilotti. Who else would it be? And happy Valentine's Day because it is February 13th today, so it is officially Valentine's Day. It landed on a Thick and Thin Thursday, so I thought that I would naturally do a whole Valentine's Galentine's Day special today on Thick and Thin. It's about 12.30 in the afternoon, and I am actually, in the spirit of things, drinking a glass of white wine, um, which I feel a little bit ridiculous for, but also kind of justified because in Italy and many places in Europe, they drink alcohol with lunch so it's technically lunch and I have my I'm actually being so extra right now I have my glass of Sauvignon Blanc in a it's in a a coupe glass which is like a, a martini glass so I'm being super extra right now sitting at my desk sipping my martini it's raining outside just imagine this scene and I spent the whole morning with a friend of mine just having coffee talking about girly stuff professional stuff she's kind of like a mentor to me so I've been super pumped up this morning I have so much to share so much to talk about a lot especially surrounding Valentine's Day and you know just the certain insecurities that we feel around this time of year you know it's not the most girl power glamorous thing to admit that it kind of makes you feel a little empty inside sometimes you know around this time of year around valentine's day around just you know the time where everyone seems all happy and it's rainbows and butterflies and sunshines for most people and you kind of feel a little bit down yourself so i'm gonna have a fun time with it i am sipping my wine so i'm just gonna get like fucked up at 12 30 i'm just kidding i'm not gonna get drunk i have things to do um, but i thought i would just you know take the buzz uh take the buzz off no take the edge off and get a little buzz with my white wine Sauvignon Blanc. I always feel the need to exaggerate the fact that I'm drinking Sauvignon Blanc because I really dislike every other type of white wine besides Sauv Blanc. Like I really don't like Chardonnay. I don't like Pinot very much. Like I mean Pinot's not that bad but it's definitely not my first choice so I always need to hit home that I'm drinking Sauv Blanc. New Zealand only probably like 20, let's be real, 20 like 18, 2019, whatever. Anyway. Okay, so what is on the agenda for today's episode, you might ask. So today's Valentine's Day special of Thick and Thin, we are going to answer a ton of these random questions I stumbled across on Tumblr, and they're actually really good. These are questions that no one's ever asked me that I'm like, wow, I really would love to share this with people. So anyway, we're going to answer a bunch of these questions I stumbled across, because why not? And also, I have a little story, of course, to tell you guys from history of Princess Diana. I'm not telling her whole story, because that would need a whole episode episode maybe three episodes devoted to her story because she is epic of a person or was but I have a little story to share that's going to be a very good little girl power pump up story for you guys to go into Valentine's Day with and just go into the rest of your lives with to be quite honest if you haven't heard it already so yeah that is going to be the latter part of the episode later on and to kick things off I do want to talk about Valentine's Day because it would be a shame not to because there's a lot of untapped potential in Valentine's Day although I am single yet again uh I feel like that that's okay only because I've recently learned honestly or kind of came to the conclusion that Valentine's Day is given a bad rap like people hate Valentine's Day people are mad at Valentine's Day people want to throw Valentine's Day out the window and let it get hit by a car and stepped on like people hate Valentine's Day and I fully understand why that is but I think it's because we're all kind of misinterpreting what Valentine's Day really is it's about love sure and a lot of us think that it means romantic love with someone else or having someone love you but we we often forget that there's a perfectly good person that needs loving in each of us and I feel like that sounds cheesy and whatever but I, you know it, it, it kind of just goes over people's heads that you can use this holiday to love on yourself love on your friends do fun shit especially because it's tomorrow and it's a Friday night so like of course I'm gonna get 
I, I hate saying lit. I don't want to say that. I want to have another word. I want to get intoxicated. I'm just kidding. I'm going to hit the town. I'm going to dance my little heart out, drink some martinis, get some pizza at 2 a.m., sleep until noon on Sunday or Saturday. Well, okay, noon on Sunday, that works too. Sleep for two days. Uh, yeah, a lot of things are going to happen tomorrow that aren't, you know, having a romantic candlelit dinner with a significant other. And that is completely fine because I am just all good on my own. Honestly, Easier said than done, of course, and I honestly feel a lot better about things after having this breakfast this morning I had with my friend, who really just put a lot of things into perspective for me. She's older. It's always really nice talking to people that are older. Not, like, she's not old. She's older, okay? She's older than me. She's beyond me in the, in the terms of she's been around the block more times than I have, and it's just nice to see it from that point of view of knowing that everything's going to be okay, and everything's going to work out, and this isn't wasted time. People always see it, you know, the years that you're single, the times that you're single on these certain holidays as wasted time or time that you, you know, you wish you would have met your person like years from now. I hope I don't look back on these times and wish that I'd known my person sooner because, you know, I like to think that there is kind of divine timing for many things. There's not reasons for everything. I know that and I've said that many times, but I do think that there is a time and place for certain things. And, you know, this is my time to figure out what the heck I want to do, what the heck I want to surround myself with, because to be honest, it's still kind of all falling into place. And I think I owe it to myself to figure that out during this time. So anyway, moral of the story is, you know, I'm single another Valentine's Day. It's okay because I'm really going to take full advantage of it for other reasons and love on myself and my friends. But I was really, you know, I was searching the web trying to find searching the web I sound like an ancient person um, I was on the internet on the interwebs googling things of course and I was typing in Valentine's Day just kind of trying to like jog my creativity my imagination like what this episode would look like that's what I do I just like google random things and I'm like hopefully something will spark something in my head um, and the first thing that came up was Valentine's Day weekend activities no matter what type of relationship you are celebrating and I'm not sure if that meant more so like a marriage or like a boyfriend I don't know but for me I read that and I was like no matter what type of relationship so that could be a relationship with myself you know or a relationship with my friends it was very cute I liked the way that it was worded and I think that we would all be a lot better off if we viewed Valentine's Day in that light of just you know celebrating some sort of relationship like my relationship with dirty martinis or with brownie batter filled donuts from Dunkin Donuts you know celebrating some sort of relationship <laughs> and not hating on the holiday like that one scene in the movie Valentine's Day where it's like that crossover of all those different stories I love movies like that it's like just such a good plot and the girl has the anti-Valentine's Day party I think it's like Katherine Heigl plays the girl I'm not quite positive I like need to rewatch that movie and she has the anti-Valentine's Day party and they have like the pinata with the baseball bat and she's like smashing the, the pinata and she you know yeah that's like what people do and I feel like you know not that you shouldn't do that but you know maybe if you're celebrating your relationship with a baseball bat and a pinata sure <laughs> whatever anyway whatever you got to do to uh see the holiday in a better light sure or just nix it all together so anyway valentine's day q a we're gonna dive on into it i have some questions i want to answer that are kind of invasive but great nonetheless because you know you guys like when i get super deep and just really exploit myself online but you know i i like to do it for you because i like to just kind of peel back the layers and show you that i am just a normal person as we all are just trying to get through life 
in one piece and I make mistakes and I do crazy stuff all the time and it's fine it's just all part of the journey so okay first question we're really gonna kick it off with a kicker I need to have a sip of wine for this one um mm. do you have a crush on anyone that's the first question like really lay it on me at the first question um so I've had a bad track record with saying on the podcast when I have a crush on someone is I think it's like a bad omen and I jinx myself because it just never works out after that but I guess I would go out on a limb and say maybe yes I don't know I feel like I have a million crushes I fall in love every day which I don't know if that's like a character flaw or a character like whatever the opposite of a flaw is I don't know what those are called in the whatever uh I feel like I always have a crush on someone like always even if that's like a girl crush on someone that I'm just like obsessed with that I want to be or you know I have a lot of crushes I feel like crushes are great until they quite literally crush you that's why they're called crushes right but yeah I guess I would say yes maybe what is your favorite candy so this is where you guys are gonna judge the shit out of me because I always tell my friends like they know this is my favorite candy and they judge me every time I get it at the movies or wherever we get candy from raisinets are my favorite candy and yeah I know that makes me like 75 years old in a 24 year old's body but I love raisinets they are my favorite candy next question favorite love song um (laughs) I have a whole playlist of love songs. I think my favorite one, like the first one that just popped into my mind when I read this question was Kiss Me Slowly by Sixpence to None. Sixpence to None, is that what it is? You know how it goes. It's like, kiss me slowly, whatever. Um, Yeah, it's a great song. (laughs) What was your first kiss like? I think I told you guys this story already, but if not, I'll give you a Spark Notes version. Um, I have a whole video on this, actually, that I recorded like five months after it happened so it was very fresh and the story is very well well told on there because it was so fresh but my first kiss actually happened late in the game I was in high school I was a junior in high school which I feel I mean I don't want to say late in the game because you know it's not necessarily late but in terms of in my high school and all my friends had already had their first kiss by the time I had mine so I felt like I was like a late bloomer but I was saving it for someone special and I'm really happy I did um I didn't really save my virginity for someone super special unfortunately but my first kiss was super it was I waited until it was the right moment with the right person and it was really great and it was actually someone that I spontaneously met at church camp I was at church camp young life camp if you're familiar and we were in upstate new york and it was we had these things called camp crushes it was like a thing with young life you like met people from different states this guy was from virginia i'm from maryland so we knew that it was you know a short-lived romance that it wasn't gonna last but of course you know we we really hit it off the first few days we were like holding hands around camp because classic camp just like I don't know it was like a a bubble like it was just a magical bubble camp was and I remember we were in the 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 club room that's what they called it where we like did all the singing and the the skits and the stuff that was just you know worshiping and whatever and it was the end of club and everyone was leaving and we were sitting next to each other of course because we were in love and we were just standing there and I knew he was thinking it and I was thinking it and it just felt like the right time and I really thought he was just cute and wholesome and like just it was church camp so obviously you know he wasn't gonna make a move that was more than just a kiss and so he was much taller than me he was like 6'2 and I'm 5'5 and I was wearing like sneakers and so I got up on my tippy toes and I still missed and kissed his chin 
and I laugh about it to myself even to this day that I just I was so focused on doing it that I just completely missed his mouth and then we kissed for real and it was fine it was like a peck so I was like "Ooh, is that it and but I you know that soaring feeling of just like yes I finally did what I was so scared to do and like so just imagining what it would be like and it was pretty honestly magical it was magical like I you know I haven't seen him since we still follow each other on Instagram but that was my first kiss um what was your last kiss like my last kiss was someone I'm not gonna like name names on here or anything but it was good he told me I'm I'm a really good kisser which is always a great thing to hear um if you want to get brownie points with someone just tell them that they're a good kisser even if they're not I'm just kidding don't lie but you know yeah I like to think I'm a good kisser I take my time with it I'm very like careful not careful per se but I just I'm I really I'm not just you know throwing my tongue around like no one's business I'm like I'm I'm careful with how much tongue I throw in it's tasteful if that makes sense and my last kiss I guess yeah it was pretty good I don't know he was an okay kisser I guess I'll say his lips aren't like super full um so yeah who knows if we'll revisit that maybe not do you prefer poems or love letters um I love poetry and I love love letters because I'm the sappiest person alive. But you guys know if you've listened to all the episodes that I actually wrote a love letter to this guy in high school that I'm still really close friends with. And I'm actually super pissed because he said the other day that he lost the love letter. Like someone writes you a love letter. I use an actual stamp pad to stamp out his name in letters like on the top and he lost the damn love letter. Anyway, I wrote it in high school and I had my friend hand deliver it and he texted me long story short, texted me saying um, that was cute and all, but like he doesn't feel the same way. And I'm like, okay, you just, you just like shat all over my love letter because you texted me your response. (laughs) Whatever. Anyway, so yes. And then there was another time when I was actually volunteering at the religious camp that I was talking about um, when I was older and we couldn't have phones over the summer. So it was like a whole month and a half. You might even remember this period of time if you follow me on YouTube because I I pre-upload or pre-recorded all these videos because I wasn't able to use the internet or my phone for a month, which was actually so great and I need to do that more often. But this guy that I was seeing from college over the time um, was actually writing me letters because that was the only way that he could get in touch with me. And it was very cute of him. His handwriting was horrendous. I wonder what he's up to these days. I'm not quite sure. I think he's in New York. Maybe we'll revisit that one. Who knows? Okay, next question. Have you ever been in love? My answer to this one is no. I feel like I've been in lust for sure, but I've not been in love. I don't think. I think I would know, right? So probably not. Favorite milkshake flavor, chocolate, easy. Dinner dates or brunch dates? I would say, honestly, like either. I feel like I've been on more dinner dates, but brunch dates would be fine too. I don't know. Favorite flowers, peonies. I love peonies so much. Actually, also just roses, honestly. Roses also last longer, but peonies, I love how they're shaped. Favorite candle scent, volcano, anthropology for sure. Or, of course, I love the diptyque candles. I love the berries or the bays scent is really good as well but it's super expensive i find that glade actually has really good cheap candles if you want a really potent smell especially the like cinnamon one i like okay so that's those are my favorite candles i'm very passionate about candles what is your ideal first date 
I always think drinks is a good first date. I know some people are like, you should find a date that doesn't involve drinking. I've heard that before. I uh, I beg to differ. I like a good martini in hand when I am getting to know someone. So I would say just meeting at a bar that's like, you know, halfway. It's like not closer to me or closer to him. It's like halfway between us, just a random bar. I always get there. This is my pro tip, 15 minutes early, just so he has to find me, especially if it's a hinge or dating app date because I am so bad at walking in and trying to find someone that I like have never seen in person before I just I'm so bad I like instantly forget what their face looks like so I like for them to find me so taking a quick break in this little segment to introduce a sponsor of today's episode today's episode is sponsored by glad skin you guys know I've talked about their amazing eczema cream before I am quite obsessed with them I use them three times a day this miracle cream to soothe my eczema I get really bad winter skin and so I love glad skin eczema cream and what's so revolutionary about glad skin is the fact that it restores the skin's natural balance a healthy skin microbiome means healthy skin and glad skin works to just even everything out balance everything and make your skin happy and not so irritated which I really need especially during the winter when my skin is just so bad it's safe for everyone three months and up it's super gentle and just great for dry skin even if you don't have eczema but it does soothe eczema prone skin it's just moisturizing relief for everyone i really love it so many people have raved about it it actually was first put out in the uh, uk and it since has come to the u.s this january so it's very new in the united states so definitely jump on it if you're a u.s person it's now here i honestly can't say enough good things about this cream i just adore it it's not even that expensive for uh, typical eczema creams are so expensive and this one's only $35 which isn't that bad it's a lot of product in there and it really lasts a long time Um, I truly love it I have the most amazing before and after photos I've posted on Instagram if you guys want to you know look at my Instagram and see this stuff really worked for me so I highly recommend it to anyone else and I'll have it linked in the show notes of this episode so you guys can pick up some for yourself and try it out I really genuinely recommend it so thank you to glad skin for sponsoring this episode episode of thick and thin and let's get on back into it yeah drink dates are great I like when they help pick the place and they're not just like it's up to you I hate when guys are just like you pick it's up to you I'm like well I need some help here picking said place anyway I'm just so indecisive also I like when they pick somewhere if they are the one to pick somewhere that's not just right next to their apartment and that's like halfway between us or something like that because it's a huge like pet peeve of mine and kind of just like presumptuous to have the date right next to your apartment it's like okay A, you're trying to escape. B, you're trying to get me to come over after. C, you're just lazy. You know, it's like a pet peeve of mine. And so I was actually meeting with, as I said, a friend this morning and we were talking about pet peeves and stuff when dating and she said that her her now husband pulled that on her and chose a place that was right next to his apartment. And, you know, that was a turnoff for her. It was also raining that day and she was going to cancel the date. And then he was like, no, wait, wait, wait. Like, I'll pick a place right down the street from you. So then I'll just come to you. And it was like, you know, that's a very nice thing to do, of course. So anyway yes okay uh where were we in the questions what is the most attractive thing a person could wear so in terms of a guy I think the hottest thing is when a guy just wears a white button down like I just love a guy in a colored white button down I don't know what it is I just love it so I think that's a very attractive thing but if it's more casual I feel like just like a sweater I like when guys wear sweaters (laughs) it's cute do you believe in love at first sight 
I'm not sure. I feel like you can, I, I believe in lust at first sight. I believe you can see someone and be like, damn, they're hot. Or like, I want to hook up with them. I'm not sure if, if I believe in love at first sight. Because I feel like love for me is something that develops over time. Or at least I see that happening for me. I'm not sure. I'm going to say no right now, but my opinion could change. I don't know. Do you believe in soulmates? I I want to say yes to be like, you know, all sentimental and whatever. But I feel like you could have many soulmates. I feel like it's just about finding one of them. I don't know. Do you guys agree with this? Like, I wish that you guys, I could hear your thoughts. Because I feel like... I feel like no I feel like in this huge massive universe there's got to be multiple people but it's just about finding one of them that gets you I don't know that's a hard one what's your sign I'm a Scorpio classically you guys know that are you single yes do you prefer to charm or be charmed uh a little bit of both I don't like doing all the work but I do like doing some of the work and doing some of the flirting some of the chasing but not all of it obviously so or I don't know I I feel like I do charm but like I like to be charmed as well because it's you know I can't just do all the charming um favorite rom-com something borrowed for sure I love something borrowed so much it really I still watch it to this day because although it's I, I know the plot completely backwards forwards upside down and it's shot in New York so I feel like I'm like you know, living it kind of, I still love watching it. It's so great. And I feel like there's so much you can learn from that movie. It's also very cute, but you know, um, do you fall in love easily? I feel like I fall in love with the idea of love very easily. I fall right on into it, but like, I feel that part of me always kind of knows that it's not going to work out, but I just like still want it to desperately, even though I kind of know in the back of my mind, it's not going to, if that makes sense valentine's decorations yay or nay uh i bought flowers for myself does that count as decorations i bought myself supermarket flowers last night at the grocery store really on brand (laughs) would you prefer to be proposed to or to propose um obviously i i don't want to say obviously because to each their own but i definitely want to be proposed to and i was thinking about it the other day i want to be completely blindsided like i don't want to see it coming at all because i will just completely obsess over it if i know it's coming i will obsess like i will just full-on obsess i don't even need to have my nails done like just do it when i have absolutely no idea because otherwise i'm gonna it's gonna drive me crazy and i would prefer it to be mostly private maybe with my friends like waiting at like an after party for me like I want them to kind of know at an after party but I want to have absolutely no idea my parents proposal is actually very cute because my mom says they did it or he my dad proposed to her they were like going out to meet up with friends on like a Friday night or whenever and they did it he did it in their apartment just like before and it was so special and just very intimate and I would definitely love that so That's my answer to that one. Future husband, please take notes. So taking a quick break in today's episode to introduce a sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Care Of. You guys know I love Care Of, but I'm super excited to introduce that they have a new collection out that I can't wait to tell you guys about. So you guys know maybe in 2016, that's when Care Of launched with a goal of honest guidance, better ingredients, and personalization to everyone's health needs. 2019, they launched protein and other powders and expanding their offerings. And now in 2020, they are extending that same transparency and customization to 
the world of beauty. I love beauty. They have beauty supplements now that offer the same personalized approach to give a boost to your individual beauty routine. So they help you work on your beauty goals from all angles with a combination of targeted ingredients for hair, skin, and nails. And you can use their app to get personalized milestones that help you understand how your products are working over time. Um, You know, a solid beauty routine is super important. I feel it's super important to me and just making me feel and look good. And so Care Of is trying to help make us feel more confident in our beauty routines with their beauty supplements. And it's super easy to get started, similar to their normal process. You take a quiz, which asks you questions about your lifestyle, your diet, your personal health goals, and they use research to determine your personal plan for beauty, health, and much more. And they don't just stop at hair, skin, and nails when talking beauty. They dig deeper to see if underlying causes such as hormones, sleep, or digestion might be affecting them in the first place. So it just really digs deep. It's not superficial. It's really just focusing on your health and on you. And personally speaking, I so excited to hear that care of is launching their beauty supplements because I feel there's so many different people out there offering very similar things but care of is truly a brand that I trust I trust that all of their recommendations are backed by research which is really important to me very extensive research and all of which you know they show you with your your tailored recommendation they also show the science behind it which is super important to me so I truly trust care of I'm so excited to be starting to use their beauty supplements and I hope you guys will try them out yourself and we can try them at the same time and kind of compare notes on how they're working for us. And it's super easy because I actually do have a code for you guys. It'll get you 50% off your first care of order. So for 50% off, just go to takecareof.com and enter my code, hello Katie. That's hello, K-A-T-Y 50. So for 50% off your first care of order, one more time, go to takecareof.com and enter my code, hello Katie 50. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think of care of. I'm so excited to use them and really see a difference in my hair, skin, and nails, and everything else. So thanks to Care Up for sponsoring this episode, and let's get on with what I'm talking about. This is kind of like a curveball question, but favorite liquor? I guess some people turn to alcohol on Valentine's Day. Um, Favorite liquor straight would be tequila, like for shots, but mixed, I think I prefer vodka. Sometimes gin. I was a big gin person when I first moved to the city. I I love gin and tonics. But then I think I threw up too many gin and tonics, and now I can't really stomach them anymore. Um, So yeah, probably vodka. I like a good vodka water with extra lime, and I mean like 17 limes, or obviously a martini. I love martinis, but not all places have martinis. So yeah, or I just like a nice beer. I'm like such a chill girl, like a beer or a glass of wine. So probably my favorite liquor overall straight is tequila. I feel like these are such like lovey-dovey questions. I'm not sure what I was expecting with a Valentine's Day Q&A, but I feel like I'm kind of losing the girl power. Like you don't need to be in a relationship atmosphere, like vibe for this podcast. But I do recall actually last year's episode, if you guys want to listen to that one too, after this one, I, I think it was called The Truth About Love, I'm pretty sure. And I really go into love itself and why we're obsessed with it and I I really debunk that in last year's episode so this one's more of like a fun one I'm just like having a a good old jolly time with it and I think I'm a lot more level-headed now this year than I was last year not to say that that episode wasn't awesome and that I wasn't in a bad you know I wasn't in a bad headspace with making that and where I was but I definitely feel like now 
I kind of can talk about love and not be totally crushed by the fact that I don't have it currently. It it almost kind of just motivates me to know that someday I will have it and it's going to be great and I don't want to be one of those people that becomes so just what's the word like just so cynical and so closed off and so angry I I don't want to lose my perspective of just loving love and I don't want to lose my softness in accepting love you know I I'm going to be crushed I'm going to be broken up with a gazillion times over probably I still see a few more pretty bad ghostings in my future I don't know I just have a feeling and I just I know now that I'm going to be okay through all that because I know that every missed opportunity in terms of like they dump you, they ghost you, whatever, or even when you do it, it's just getting you one step closer to where you're supposed to be. You know, when the feeling isn't right, you're not supposed to linger there. You're not supposed to dwell and it was it was a lesson or it's love and most of the time it's just a lesson anyway so yeah and that's all the uh, questions I'm gonna answer uh, there's a lot more that were just so stupid I'm not gonna answer them uh, let me just read one that I'm not gonna answer also there's like construction outside I'm sorry if you're hearing people throwing bricks because that's what's happening uh, the question says do you prefer gazing wistfully out the window or lying dramatically over the sofa a what I guess anything that involves being horizontal on a sofa I would choose but like what what question like what is that anyway so (laughs) that is it for the Q&A that I found while scrolling through tumblr thank you to whoever uh created this this random questionnaire if you guys want to answer it on your own time go ahead it's really something um but yeah I want to kind of just move on into the story of Princess Diana that I'm going to tell today it's it's kind of um it's a good way to end off this podcast just really kind of showing that like you know we can prevail even after being heartbroken or being sad over someone that you know unrequited love or something of that nature so you know when I just said that there's construction outside and they're throwing bricks that's what I like thought was happening but I just like took a peek out the window and there's a huge it's like a truck in front of this bar down the street and they're unloading kegs (laughs) that is what I've been hearing and what you've been hearing maybe these men like loading these kegs into this bar like people know it's valentine's day they know people are going to be drinking away their problems so they are loading up the kegs in these bars (laughs) anyway classic new york so anyway but yeah if valentine's day makes you sad if valentine's day reminds you of what you don't have or who left or who dumped you or what didn't go right i mean i have to say it it's cliche i have to say it though when one door closes you know another does open But we often look so long and so wistfully upon that closed door in the distance that we don't see the one that is opened. Like we we don't even see it. We are just so focused on the, the closed door and why it closed and how it closed and, you know, what went wrong. And we don't focus on the one that's open and shining right in front of our freaking faces, okay? And that that open door might disguise itself as something else. It might not look like a door, but it is a door. And it might not be another person. It might, might just be you or someone that's not expected. So yeah, I guess that kind of actually perfectly segues me into my next story, my next act. And typical thick and thin fashion, I'm going to take a little glimpse into history and talk about something that happened way back when and by way back when I mean a year before I was born so in 1994 it's a story about Princess Diana you might have heard this already it's so iconic it's called um, Diana's Revenge Dress and I want you guys to google photos of the Diana Revenge Dress because it's so important that you know the photos before I tell this story I'm going to kind of like describe it to you guys 
because essentially she was photographed wearing this dress that was not so fit for a princess in the sense that it was like I mean you've seen what even Kate Middleton wears to this day I mean it's like you have to be you're looked at by so many people and you are a princess you need to wear something that's modest and that's long and that's flowing and this dress was none of those things it was a black cocktail dress it was off the shoulder tight form-fitting black silk she was wearing these like nylon tights underneath or like like sheer tights and and heels and it was a like one of those things where like she is so wearing the dress the dress is not wearing her if you know what I'm saying it's it, yeah so anyway that is what the photo I'm gonna paint that picture for you guys basically this is June 1994 so on this exact day in June 1994 uh two things happened but backing up a little bit you know earlier in 1991 that was the year that Diana and Princess Charles separated um oh Princess Charles <laughs> I'm leaving that in Prince Charles Prince Charles <laughs> I'm like five years old sometimes with the things that I laugh about. Anyway, so yes, in 1991, Prince Charles and Princess Diana separated. There was rumors of infidelity on his part, a bunch of different things flying. So yeah, a couple years go by. And in 1994, basically this iconic dress happened on the same night or the same day rather that this documentary aired um it's, it was prince charles tell all documentary that was hopefully going to make him look better because his image was kind of tarnished after because people loved diana still do so when they broke things off everyone assumed that it was his fault and you know there was rumors about him cheating on her and so people didn't like him very much so he wanted to put out this documentary uh just kind of making himself look better but things really backfired when Charles was asked by the interviewer in the documentary if he had always been faithful and honorable to Diana during their marriage and he answered yes and then he said this is like the the big phrase here he said until it became irretrievably broken down us both having tried which essentially was a very subtle confession that he cheated on diana or that there was infidelity involved and so it made him look really bad and also it was the day that you know everyone was going to be looking at diana for kind of a statement or for a reaction to everyone finding out and on that exact day that the documentary aired diana was slated to have an appearance at a party hosted by vanity fair that same night and so of course she could have canceled the appearance she could have stayed inside and you know now the whole all the whole public knows that she was cheated on that there was infidelity in her marriage that was supposed to be the perfect marriage in the light of the people and whatever and so she could have done a number of things but she instead was like fuck it i'm gonna wear a hot dress and go to this party which i feel like a number of us have done in our lives and so she wore this mini dress which was never done by a princess and i mean she was called the people's princess so she you know she was real and people really loved her and saw her as the people's princess um so of course people had things to say uh they called it the revenge dress because she wore it the same evening prince charles confessed to his adultery with camilla who's now his wife you know since everything um the the son actually posted an article about it and wrote um above a photo of diana wearing the dress saying the thriller he left to woo camilla 
which is just so funny because she's just like, you know, on the, the, the front page of the newspaper in this hot dress, you know, kind of staring back at Prince Charles and being like, you you left me for that? Like, you know. Um, and it's funny because there's been some like, speculation as to whether she knew what she was doing by wearing this dress. Like, did she know that she was going to make a statement like that? And I think most definitely yes. Like, there's no doubt about it, I think. This dress was made for her three years prior by a Greek designer, um, custom made for her body and for her her and she had it in the back of her closet and just had never worn it because she thought it was too daring too much especially when she was still you know getting over her divorce and whatnot and you know she just broke it out on this exact day I don't think there's any coincidence about it especially because she had said she was going to wear a Valentino dress um, until she came out in this last minute ensemble you know this daring it's it's stambolian that's the the brand um and anna harvey her former stylist said that she wanted to look quote like a million dollars if the dress was diana's small act of revenge she sure did look like a million bucks doing it so takeaway from that is you know okay shit can hit the fan things can happen in your relationship with this guy that you really thought was like the sun and the moon and the stars for you and pull a Diana, okay? You know, choose to not so much, I mean, she didn't do it, I don't think, for anyone besides herself. I think it was very much she wanted to feel hot. And of course, you know, she maybe wanted to make a statement. And for me, it was kind of, I'm happy she did it because it's inspiring to me to see that someone that so publicly went through this and it was so public and it was apparently happening for a long time she just knew she knew it was one of those like unspoken things i don't know how for how long she knew but it was for a long time that she knew that he was seeing camilla and of course you know they they fell out of love and whatnot and i I stumbled across this article um of how diana broke the news to william her son um and so i mean they were only together so Prince Charles and Diana were married in 1981, and so they had Prince William a year later, um, and things started to crumble apparently in 84, so that's only three years later, so much of Prince William's early life, you know, his parents were having issues, and apparently she had a very serious sit-down conversation with William talking about the infidelity and just speaking to him like a normal human, even though he was young. So she said that she went to William's school and told him specifically, quote, if you find someone you love in life, you must hang on to it and look after it. And if you were lucky enough to find someone who loved you, then one must protect it. And I feel kind of sad reading this because, of course, I think you should remind your person every day that you love them or the sweet sounds of someone hurling a keg onto the sidewalk like okay um but yeah I I I see what she's saying but I also think it's it seems like she put in her all and he wasn't able to reciprocate and she it just sounds sad to hear her say that but she said uh she continued by saying William asked me what had been going on and could I answer his questions which I did he said was that the reason why our marriage had broken up and I said well there were three of us in this marriage oh my god three can you imagine she like knew camilla was around and the pressure of the media was another factor so the two together were very difficult diana added that she explained to her son although i still loved papa i couldn't live under the same roof as him and likewise with him yeah so i I love that she was super mature and explaining it to william and explaining it in pretty adult terms and not babying him but yeah, it's it's still pretty unfortunate how it all unfolded 
in the public eye. And so people might slam Diana for wearing this hot dress and really like trying to make a loud statement. But I mean, her whole life was in front of the cameras. I think that she had more than enough right to make a statement like this and wear this hot dress to this party and be like you know what this news drops it's not putting my family in a great light at all but look at how i'm you know i'm prevailing i'm kicking ass i'm doing my own thing i'm being so true to myself and wearing what makes me happy and it's fine and so yeah i really loved that story about diana and i think a lot of us can really take a page out of the revenge dress book and not so much i feel like revenge dress is honestly maybe the wrong i mean it's kind of iconic but there was a lot more than revenge in that look it was triumph it was diana making a bold statement that this thing this kind of this drama wasn't going to keep her down wasn't going to stop her from exuding her full confidence that everyone loved her for and I think it was just kind of a quiet rebellion because she was known for not liking being in the public eye per se, not liking the media. And it was, it was a quiet little rebellion of her against this image that was being painted of her, of the person that was cheated on or knowingly being cheated on living under the same roof, maybe even having three people in the marriage, you know, as she said, and it was her saying, kind of fuck you and I love that so much it wasn't even just a an act of revenge against her ex-husband it was kind of revenge or just kind of just showing the media that like this is me you can paint any story you want but like this is what I am seeing myself as when I look in the mirror this is what I want to see so I loved hearing that story about her and I love telling that story so that's that's great as well um yeah and I think we should all kind of take a page out of her book like there's nothing that we can't get through and if we're gonna get through it we might as well do it looking fire in an awesome custom outfit I'm just kidding not all of us have the luxury to wear a custom outfit but wearing something hot going out with your friends presumably she was probably at this party with friends I hope I hope so. Who knows? Um, I mean, you just kind of, you have to figure out what are the things, or you have to figure out what those things are that make you feel good again. What are those things? What are the steps that you must take to feel good again? Take those steps, no matter how excruciating those things could be. For me, it's deleting their phone number. It's still, you know, kind of just getting rid of everything that reminds me of them. It's those things that are hard to do it's hard to part with things it's hard to close a chapter but do the things that you have to do to be right again after a breakup after even just an almost love like it's even those sort of things that are harder I think so yeah that's what you got to do and Princess Diana that was her dress that was it so yeah that that's a great message too and I guess kind of one more parting thing I want to say that I learned this morning from I keep going back to this coffee chat because it's still in the back of my mind hours later. Maybe it's the wine. I don't know, but I keep going back to it. Um, My friend Taryn is her name. She's the girl that I got um, breakfast with. She actually listens to the podcast. So hi, Taryn. Um, You've made it this far. Um, I remember something you said, Taryn. (laughs) I'm speaking right to her now. Um, We were talking about, well, I was just kind of, she knows all about the ghosting that happened to me and just stuff like that. And I was talking her about it and she was like and I was like you know people are busy and she's like Katie people are busy but they will make time for you if they want to make time for you New Yorkers especially like we we are moving a million miles a minute doing a million things but even me like I feel like I'm so busy all the time I still make time to swipe on dating apps to respond to people I want to get drinks with I I make the time so why can't they make the time and I think it's a common thing that people think that 
sure people are busy but if they are busy that doesn't mean they're not going to make time for you and if they don't make time for you it's clear what they prioritize in life and it isn't you and you are you should be a priority you should always be a priority in your life in your friend's life in, in your significant other's life and never view yourself as someone that's not worth being a priority repeat it to yourself a million times a day put it on a sticky note on your mirror you are a priority you are your priority you are should be their priority as well if you are in the right place so anyway that's important that's the last thing i want to say in this episode because i know We've done a lot of talking. I've done a lot of (laughs) random question answering and storytelling, and I am ready to move on to working on some other stuff today, put this episode out there into the world and let you guys kind of chew on it a little bit. I hope you guys liked this one. It was kind of, I tried to make it a little bit lighter than my past few episodes because people have been saying my past few episodes have been hard hitting and great, but we need something kind of uplifting and fun. So that was hopefully this episode, I hope. So yeah, okay. Happy Valentine's or Galentine's Day. Happy almost Valentine's day i hope you guys pick out a really fire dress for tomorrow night and hit the town like i'm going to and feel like princess diana in your own right and have a great rest of your day i'll talk to you guys all in my next episode next thursday make sure you guys follow the podcast or subscribe or whatever you can do so you guys never miss an episode and i will talk to you guys all next week bye Mm -hmm.